0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's another episode of DadCast. I am JP. He is Nick Martin. Nick, how are you? I'm good. Fantastic. Man, I'm excited for today's show. I say that almost every single time, but I swear the excitement levels, they go up and up and up. So when I I do tell you that I'm excited, you gotta trust me that I am very, very excited for today's guest. On the show today, he is a very, very talented musician, singer. He has most recently appeared on The Voice season 22, and we all know he should have took the title. Not just the old (laughs) top five. Please welcome to Dadcast. Mr. Omar Cardona, how you doing, man? Um, What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having
1: me on the show. This is really, really cool. I love what you guys are doing here.
0: Oh, we appreciate that, and we love what you're doing. Now, you kind of threw me for a loop here, Omar, because the very first question, the rite of passage on DadCast, the question goes is, are you a dad? Yeah yeah see this guy exactly we already he's amazing and I, as i told you off the air you take the title of the first guest we've ever had on who appeared and will continue to appear on the show with his child that is so cool man yeah uh,
1: th- <laughs> thank you yeah say hi buddy
0: so tell us yeah. about him what's his name when was he born all that good stuff well
1: yeah. so this is luca leandros cardona um, his initials are LLC, so he's our little business. Right, <laughs> he's our little business.
0: It works um, great during tax time. Trust me, you're going to reap the yeah. benefits.
1: Oh my gosh, it it just I just um, oh it already has yeah. The first time, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um, what they gave us in return <laughs> for having a human being, right, know?
0: makes you want to have more just for the benefit.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, one and
1: done. I'm good. He's amazing. He's so cool. Um, he was born December fifth which was actually the day that I sang on the show on live television. Um, It was an emergency C-section. So um, I wasn't able to be there in time. Um, And I sang my whole video package for that week was about my girlfriend and our relationship. And I sang My Heart Will Go On from Titanic. Okay. And it so happened to be this. He was born a couple hours before I sang on television. So it was a pretty stressful day.
0: Did you know that this was happening when you went on?
1: Yeah, I, I got a FaceTime from her. Um, we knew it was going to happen. Uh, they were like, we need to induce labor. Right. Um, and he was breached. So he was like, face to, d- he was like, upside down, yeah. face the wrong direction. So they're like, we got to get him out of there. Um. So he, when he was born, she FaceTimed me and there was a baby on her chest. And then they were like, <laughs> basically, it was like, places, get ready to go live on television. And I was like,
0: okay. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> you know? That must have been, I mean, not like oh, it wasn't enough God. pressure to begin with, you know? Yeah, And then you've yeah. got what, you know, forget shows and music and, and winning things. The most important thing in the world in your life was happening and you you weren't yeah. there. Man. That's another one of the questions I asked throughout the show is were you there and how that story go? You, you've answered that one. Um, amazing, yeah. man. He is. That is a good looking little fella you got right there, man. Yes, he is. Isn't it? Huge. Isn't it the greatest thing in the world? Yeah, it I mean, truly is. And, and become- since you're. Since you're not far gone from it, can you take us back to, say, November of last year? You know you're going to have a kid, uh, but you didn't realize until, you know, afterwards, the change in emotions and everything. How was it for you in that whole process? We actually,
1: We actually have a pretty crazy story. Um, we actually didn't know that he was coming So we found out because she was so little and he was so little. Right. um, She, we didn't find out till she was 36, 35 weeks pregnant. Um, Wow. Insane. (laughs) Literally, we found out on Saturday that she was pregnant. And then two days later, he was born. Yes. What? yes you know so we found out december 3rd and december 5th he was like i'm ready to be here guys so he was supposed to be born in late january but he came on december 5th
0: i hate to throw out like the obvious but there's certain things that happen to um a woman's physiology Yep no no questions were arised when uh you know and that didn't happen we we
1: did but also she was still um menstruating she was still getting her period and everything weird and wasn't showing very much and she wasn't having any like physical pains or anything like that so and it wasn't until she started getting pains where she was like something's up um i and she rushed to the hospital while i was in la filming they were like oh you don't have any pains in your stomach you have a child in your
0: stomach
1: (laughs) you know so it was like and then she called me was like hey we're pregnant and i was like holy crap. So I called my dad immediately. He was the first person I called completely panicked. You know, I was like, uh-huh. I'm in California. What do I do? Like, and panicking, you know, fi- trying to figure out what the best plan of action was for us. And, you know, and I spent about maybe six, $7,000 in one night and Amazon and just bought everything <laughs> on Amazon and shipped it every to, everything to the house. I was like, we're so behind, you know,
0: <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, yeah. so how was that emotionally for you? Cause normally we got like eight months to let this soak in. And and as a dad, as a first time dad, right. This is number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That must've been you poor guy. I mean, all of a sudden, Hey, guess what? And in three days, bam. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I think I feel like it was best. It happened this way because (laughs) I am such a spontaneous person. I like to do things out of the whim. So, um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I didn't have a moment the, I had a moment where I panicked with my father on the phone and I was just like, but he just was so happy and excited to have a grand another grandkid that it was like, dang, why am I panicking? Everyone in my family are so excited.
0: That's that amazing. And is your father, is he present and good and a good dad to you?
1: oh yeah, he's probably the best dad in the world. Yeah. He's such a great example. And I never actually wanted to have kids, um, because I was like, there's no way to measure up to how good a father, my father was, you know? So I was like, there's no way, you know, and I've lived a pretty wild, um, extravagant life, you know, traveling as a singer, you know, around the world. So I was like, it just wasn't in my plan at all, but you know it's that saying you tell God your plan and you don't want to make
0: God laugh tell him your plans right you're so, right and so happen I find that unless we as men as our you know fathers I don't think we ever really truly plan on it it's very rare that you there's you know you got the wife and we're gonna try and we want to its just it more often than not it's like hey guess what <laughs> Nick, yeah there, there's so many
1: videos of of people just, and um, of women just showing their husbands the, the pregnancy test. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. they went together. It was like, oh, surprise! I just saw one recently where it was a popsicle, and he was <laughs> sucking on the popsicle, and the stick was the end of the pregnancy thing. <laughs> right? He was like, "What?
2: What is happening?" And it was, it was pretty crazy. That's a good <laughs> one, Nick. I've, to- I've. I'm sorry, Ooh, man. Kind of gross because you kind of you actually pee on those things. So theoretically, the poor guy just. Like pee, <laughs> but, yes. you know,
1: theoretically, that didn't yeah. really
2: work out the way. Yeah, I guess she wasn't probably.
0: too pleased about being pregnant, and this was her <laughs> no, like, mild was her comeback. Payback. I guess. Yeah.
2: Like, Thanks, jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's pretty <laughs> cool, man. You two, Nick and uh, you Omar, or he's got a baby girl, Sophie,
2: born three months. Mi- what was what's her birthday, Nick? Uh, May twenty. No, not May twenty eighth. That's Liam's. Um. Oh my God, February something. Okay, <laughs> February. <laughs> I have, dude, I have seven kids, man. I can't remember the dates. Do you have seven yeah. kids? Yeah,
0: and, and check this I out. I want to tell this story because, you know, Nick not Cannon like I talk man, enough, man, Nick. By the
2: way, I want to be just like him. <laughs> he, You want to be just like who? Nick Cannon. I'm, oh. trying, to, I'm trying to populate the world, you know?
0: Nick was yeah. done. He's got a kid who's, what, 25 now? Um, yeah. My
2: and he was 14 at the time. And he
0: was finished. Done. He went as far as getting the boys cut. And, uh, well, I'll let him take it from here.
2: And nature I got, I got remarried and my wife didn't have kids and she was kind of like, I want to have kids, and I'm like, sorry, babe, that ship sailed. That's <laughs> it's not gonna happen. And uh she convinced me to get unfixed, so I wouldn't have the procedure to get the reversal thing done. And and we went through IVF and had our, our almost three year old now, and then we just had another baby.
1: Wow, congratulations! I think we're
2: done. I I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing yeah. man again it's like it's it's awesome being a dad but it gets it's hard man it's like it's a lot harder than and it doesn't matter how many kids you have it's a different ball game with each kid and it's like oh my gosh yeah so now, man it's
1: really hard now I'm, that I'm
0: quick
2: now that llc
0: has arrived and is uh you know at the forefront of everything your life how is that do you see affecting what you do for a living? Is it um, you got a good system at home, a village for you to still go travel, just take them with you. How do you foresee that happening?
1: A little bit of both, mainly the village part. And my girlfriend is really amazing. And just my family, her family, just the people, all our friends, you know, his godparents, like we have a lot of people that are just so willing to take care of him and watch him. And uh, I, I do I still travel, like I'm I'll be in Miami and California this weekend um for a few days, um, flying back and forth, and then I'll be in Canada for like three and three weeks. So and granted, it's literally all for him now. You know, I was everything was for myself before, and now I just go to make money for him, which is incredible. But I get to still do what I love, which is a blessing for me. Um and I'm lucky enough to be able to make enough money to take care of all three of us, you know, and and it hasn't My workflow hasn't changed. It's just more I'm more motivated than ever to make right money, you know, to make money with my content and my work and my my plan for music and stuff. So just to give him the best life
0: possible and, you know, and secure the bag for him. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of securing bags uh, behind your head, there's a button, a little little plaque that's got a million subscribers. Tell me what channel that is.
1: That is uh, a group called voice play. It's an acapella um, group and they do uh, like um, extravagant video uh, music videos online. And I have done like five features with them over okay. the, course of the last two years. And I've sung with them. I've traveled with them on, when they do corporate events and sing at, at events around the um,
0: country. I know and, it well. I know that channel well. So it's cool. They sent yeah. you, they sent you one of those.
1: Um, my roommate just joined them as well.
0: Oh, sent us um one of the plaques because they
1: and they got the a million subscribers before my roommate joined. Uh, <laughs> yeah but <buddy. laughs> yeah um so that's that's been kind of a long time coming for us to get that plaque which has been really cool to have in the house
0: yeah i bet man my that's i mean i i don't want a million dollars i don't i don't want extravagant houses and cars i just i literally want one of those because with yeah. one of those all that other stuff comes right along with it you know what i'm saying kind of not really a little bit but yeah we're getting there
1: there's definitely a flow of money that comes in when you get stuff like that it's more consistent
0: you know right our uh, channel here uh dadcast the youtube channel is literally the smallest number of all the social medias we got (laughs) and we're over ten thousand now so 100 grand's coming and uh that'll be the first play button we get so Hopefully. Yeah. Now that Omar's on, maybe uh, a <clears throat> wink, wink, collab, nudge, nudge, share, share, do what you got to do, when this is done.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll definitely, th- I'll definitely
0: share. It, that'll you know, do a boost.
1: I, I just got to fifty-seven thousand on YouTube, on Instagram, which is pretty cool for me because I'm like, I just do content as as it comes to me. You yeah. Know, so. I, I don't really have a schedule because I travel so much for work. So it's cool. I'm just trying to be as consistent and give my, uh, my fans, you know, as much content as possible, you know, throughout the week and stuff. So now
0: your next stop, you said, uh, California back to Florida, Canada. Is that, is that part of a solo thing for you? A band? What? what?
1: So I traveled to Miami, uh, on the 17th and I'll be doing, I'll be singing with my, my band, And then from Miami, I'll fly to Huntington Beach, California, which then I'll be by myself in Huntington Beach singing for like NBC, um, some clients, some like corporate clients for NBC. And it's just me singing a few songs for them. Cool. And from there, I'll come back home for uh, for like a week and then that's when I'll fly to uh canada kingsbury canada and i am doing an original music a musical and it's a air supply musical it's like oh. a jukebox musical that's all it's a, it's the uh a midsummer night's dream um portrayed through uh music by air supply So, and I'm like the, I'm like the narrator of the show. Um, I play the character Puck and it's never been done as a stage production yet. So it's a couple of friends of mine that have been on Broadway and done the New York scene and television scene. And they just asked me to be a part of the show and I'm kind of excited to do it. I'm just, yeah, it sounds like a blast. Yeah. And my music is awesome, you know, so to, to be able to sing that type of music, you know, I love rock music. So that's kind of my,
0: you know, that's where I sit comfortably. That's your comfortably. forte. Where is home? Where do you live? Not like the address or anything, but you know.
1: <laughs> no, I, my PO box number is. Uh, no, I live in Orlando, Florida.
0: Okay, right, yeah. So I did a little uh, deep dive uh, on okay. on who is you uh, on the old interwebs, and oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. What what really piqued my interest was the uh, the time you spent working before Disney. Now, was yes. that actually working as a character in the park? No. Okay. Did you work in the parks at all?
1: Yes. Okay. What did did you
0: do for them? Or is that a secret and you're not allowed to tell? No, no,
1: I I can absolutely tell you what I did. I was actually a singer. That was my first job out of high school. I wasn't even, I hadn't even graduated high school yet. I went to an audition and they hired me to sing in the high school musical show. That was like a, Right. it was like a, it paraded out, it parked, we sang songs from high school musical, the movie, and then we paraded out, you know? So, and then I did probably about 10 to 15 different shows for Disney. I did Finding Nemo the Musical where I, where I portrayed Crush the Turtle. Nice, you know, bro. Like,
0: righteous. Bro.
1: You know, <laughs> song. I'm like, righteous, you know, and now I have my own little squirt.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> pretty cool. And then I've done like some, I've my band plays there for the Epcot, like rock and roll festivals and stuff like that. My band plays um, on the American Gardens stage in Epcot. Um, I've done recordings for Disney. Like if... Not that we get out there often, but if you're ever in Hong Kong, at, in Disneyland, Hong Kong, watch the fireworks show and you'll hear my voice on the fireworks show. I'm like the solo, featured soloist for the, the whole project. So The
0: odds uh. of that are actually pretty up there, Nick and Omar, because my lady is the biggest Disney freak I've ever known. And apparently, and she just let me know this last night, uh, I've been planning on this summer's vacation with my family. And of course she says, let's go to Disneyland. I'm like, we've been there four times in the last four year ten. and a half. And she's like, well, we could go to Disney world or Paris or Hong Kong. Cause we are going to do all of those before we die." And- yes, hon. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, the odds are good. It's going to happen.
1: Dude. If you do, you have to take a, vi- and if you get to watch the fireworks show at the castle show, mm-hmm. you have to take a video for me because it's a dream for me to go out there and see it all. Yeah. It's just like been a long I mean, it's hard to get out there, you know, and,
0: and it didn't get any easier about three four months ago. Right. Five months ago. <laughs> yes. But did. when that little man turns about five, that's that's the good age. Five, yeah. six, maybe even four. Uh, that's when you can take them to Disneyland. They'll retain those memories and uh, they're not yeah. quite. They're little sufficient. You know, you don't have to. There's not 24 seven care in it. It's a good time to take them to Disneyland, so I'd highly suggest that Nick. Yeah, well, I'm taking everything. Go! I'm giving
2: you the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, tell me. So, tell us about your band. Like, so I, I looked at the the voice stuff, dude. You killed it. Like JP said, you, you should have won. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what America was thinking, or if it's rigged, or it's probably rigged. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we
1: have no idea. I, it's just yeah. hard to be country music fans, you know. And yeah, show their main viewers are all country music fans. So um, mm-hmm. I'm not that genre. So. Yeah, that box so but i i don't i'm happy for the winner that's my boy i he came to orlando we he he got to meet luca you know oh, that's he came awesome. to my home and we just hung out you know and had a couple very of drinks cool. and i drove him around showed him around town so you know we the, the especially the top five we were very close together so and we all wanted we just wanted to put on the best show possible man
2: nice yeah. So, what is, what is your band? What, what do you What do you guys do?
1: Yeah. So, um, it, the band is called Epic Party Band. It, it's mainly geared towards corporate. We're we're a concert band, so we okay. sing stuff like um, um, Earth Wind and Fire. We, I'll do Michael Jackson. I'll do Bruno Mars. We'll do stuff like um, uh, uh you know, I'll sing Christopher Cross. You know, I'll do Journey. Of course, I'll do Journey and Bon Jovi and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we and we just we travel around. We're local. We're based in Orlando and um, our flagship is Metropolis Productions and the owners of Metropolis Productions are actually in the band with me. One is the lead singer and then her husband is the bass player. So we, okay. uh, we just do events all around town and, you know, we're, whenever we can. And, you know, now it's a little different because I'm not technically I'm not a part of the band anymore because life's a little different. Um, I'm like an add-on for the band, so the band is their price, and then they add me on with my price. So it's okay. things are a little different, but w- we work. We've been working for ten ten years together, and that was my main source of income um, before the voice happened and stuff. So we w- nice. we would do close to seven to eight gigs a month, and and that would cover everything you know that I needed. So and then I would do independent contracting stuff
0: on the side. So. Sweet. Nick, have so you noticed how much a- of a friggin' natural this guy is. I know he's killing it. I mean, <laughs> just your first kid and you just whatever, but yeah. still carrying on conversation, dude. <laughs> this isn't easy. A lot of guys yeah. can't, you know, it takes they never catch on. Or yeah. it takes a while to, you know, but you're just it's like Yeah, I still I don't catch know.
2: myself with Sophie. She starts fussing. I'm like, babe, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take her. <laughs>
1: yeah or, i'm yeah, definitely yeah. trying man uh, it's yeah. all instincts i don't know
0: what the hell i'm doing well like but, you said, no, you had a good you know what you're doing man yeah you, you, you had out, the best dad yeah. in the world to show you the way whether you realized it or not yeah yeah
1: definitely trained me man <laughs> definitely i was like oh you know what this is what pops would do i call him pops yeah you know yeah. this is what pops would do so i'm very lucky to have him in my life
2: that's awesome i interrupted you nick sorry I tend to do that. That's all right. Now I got to get back to my train of thought. So, how has like life changed since the Voice? Like, I know, like I've had friends that have been on the Voice. I've had friends that were on some other. Manny yeah. Cabo is yeah. our boy. Manny Cabo, Cassidy Pope, um, and nice. you know, I knew Cassidy back when she was in Hey Monday, and like you know, she did the Voice, did the country thing, and then she's getting back into pop punk, which is nice, cool. But it's like everything changed a lot for her once once the Voice happened. Even though she didn't place very high, she was it's it's still like changed a bunch
1: yeah it definitely changed my life is um it's it's familiar but it's completely different it's familiar in the way that I've always been doing um, music as a career um I've been doing it for 15 years that's my only job that I've ever had was singing um so that part is the familiar part it's it's more now that um I'm one I make a three to four or five times more than I used to make, which is a blessing. So I don't have to work as much anymore. So I get to spend time with him, which is awesome. And uh, getting noticed in in public is a little bit different for me. And, (laughs) you know, I, I wanted this to happen when I was, I'm 34 years old. And I wanted it to ha- happen in my 20s. And I kind of gave up on the dream of becoming nationally known and, you know, a semi-celebrity. I wanted that to happen when I was younger. I never expected it to happen at this age. So when I'm walking and to Publix, you know, the grocery store and, you know, some ladies staring at me and, you know, she asked me for a picture. It's still very new for me. And you know, and it, I'll take the time to talk to anybody because it's, it makes them happy. It's only a few minutes out of my day. And, you know, um, I remember the dream of wanting this to be a, a natural thing, like my lifestyle. And I finally get that at a, at an age, I didn't expect it. And, and it's probably because I can handle it now more than I probably could have when I was younger. Um, so I appreciate it. And it's, life is way different now. I get to pick and choose on the projects I want to do, you know, and before there was, um, I never, I never got to do theater, for example, before because just no one would hire me. And now um, I get to just do kind of whatever I want, whatever passion projects I want. And it's driven me to do original music as well because of my fan base are like, we want more music. When's your album coming out? And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I never planned that right. um, before. And now um, I've been working super hard the last three months. On original music and you know we're getting so close to releasing some stuff and and it's been really incredible you know just kind of shift in my career and you know adding the little guy on top of that oh he's tired
0: yes he is
1: yeah adding this little guy on top of that was just like it was perfect timing because prior to the show i was busting my you know, I was working really hard hard three, four times a week to really and in at late hours to really make money and you know, and now I don't have to work that much because and so I get to be home with him quite often, you know, even though I do go away for a couple of weeks, I'll spend a couple of weeks at home doing absolutely nothing or just making plans with him. So life is so different now. And I used to party a lot. Like I used to party a lot. Did we all did, is, man?
0: I go, oh. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I I was reflecting on that. You know, there was a time in my life where if you didn't see me out at the bars, uh, people would be like, "Where's JP?" Now you see me at the bar, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" It's like (laughs) it's and I just went. You know, it shifted all. It slowly shifted when I became a dad. Now, granted, I'm considerably older than you, uh, but I got a late start when it comes to being a dad. But me too yeah. I guess, right? uh, Yeah, well I was 36, 35 when I had my first. Yeah. yeah. 34, man. I'm 34. There you go. Yeah. Time. You're not you're not Nick though. Nick was like 73, right, was, when you had your first kid? Or your last 17. one? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you're going to be 73 when
2: your youngest is 21. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be in the nursing home and she's going to have to come visit me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Omar, you can you can play a show. With any artist living or dead that you have not previously played a show with, who's it gonna be and where is it gonna be performed at?
1: I would absolutely perform with John Bellion. Um he's my favorite artist currently. Um he's been my favorite artist for a few years now. Um but he He agrees. Is, yeah, he's he's amazing and I would do it in in New York City he's from new york uh, my family's from new york um and i mean it's a dream to be out there uh to move back out there and be, live in manhattan and, and you know it would be sick to sell out a, um msg
0: that, oh yeah
1: that'd be sickening so and his concerts are just so cool and i love his music and stuff so Johnny good answer Bellion. there you go are
0: you a sports fan yes i'm okay. watching the game tonight okay dude oh, are you watching laker game I am a Laker fan. Yeah, buddy, me too. All right, here we go. I don't. I, Ad needs to frigging, you know, not have one of those Ooh. off nights because if they don't win tonight, I, I'm not. I'm not so confident they're going to win this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a little worried about the corgi. The corgi. Yes, like, um, oh. like fortune or whatever it happened. So, and you know, it would. It would be. It would be kind of poetic for um, Steph to come back from, three to, uh, from 3-1, to uh, okay. from just as LeBron did right. many years ago. I think it would be a, kind of incredible, you know, and etched in history for, uh, for a sports history
0: as one of the most incredible stories to come back. Right. Well, let them 3-1. do it next year, not when they're playing the Lakers. Yeah, not, Let's not, not do it. this year, because I am a Laker fan. Yeah, I'm, but all right. Who's I your football team? Uh, I
1: am – I. Just watch football. I don't have okay, a, okay.
0: But, Baseball, yeah. Yankees. I mean, okay, all right.
1: I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan for
0: sure. No problem there. I'm a Dodger yeah. fan. I'm hoping Dodgers Yankees will one day make it to the World Series oh. together because that not only would be incredibly good for the networks. Um, oh my god! It would, would make be so much money. It would be. Uh, it would be fantastic. Imagine catching a game, both coasts. That's yeah, bucket list. Maybe. If it happens, it's gonna happen for me.
1: That's probably so exhausting for the players. Oh too. yeah. Like, oh my god, flying back and forth, you know, those flights are not easy. So I know that's probably exhausting for them. So and the whole staff, honestly. So
0: that's why I hope the Knicks don't win this thing. But flying to Miami if the Lakers get the to the finals yeah. anyway still a pretty long flight. Yeah, true, true. Anyhow, that's true. I guess. Who else is that? Anyway, enough sports talk. Nick. It
1: would be honestly pretty so, cool. It's Miami and Lakers. right and, oh, that so They can be, rehash the whole
0: bubble. Yeah. Jimmy Buckets and Oh, he's so guys. good. That would be pretty cool. He's so he's so humble too. He's like, oh, No, 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 I'm not playing any different, bro. Look at your stats. Okay. You are <laughs> yes, full of it. You're absolutely sure. playing differently when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, for real. Sure. <laughs> Have you had any uh difficulties yet as a dad? Uh raising your son? I know it's only been a few months, but is there anything that sticks out in your mind was like, whoa, that's a little harder than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah. um, The the poop smell, bro.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Breathe through your mouth. Breathe through your mouth. I'm like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I put a, a, like a scuba mask on. (laughs) No, but um, that, and um, I'm a night owl. I'm like, I like to stay up late and play video games and watch my favorite shows. And um think um, what's kind of crazy for him he he gets up at like seven 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 thirty mm-hmm. day. and um that's my shift, seven to like one o'clock is my shift, you know, so getting up early with him has been pretty um tough getting used to it but and I wasn't a coffee drinker until this
0: guy came. Uh-huh what's going yeah, on fact, that it's 4 30 in the afternoon in orlando that's not your yeah. shift man where's mama yeah
1: <laughs> mama's <laughs> a little busy she needed some time away she was having a moment where she was like i need to go on a walk and i was like i got him okay go. bye. Got him. <laughs> bye no um and another thing which is pretty insane for this little kid um he has profound hearing loss oh. um so we just got his hearing aids in, and he has a um, up to a hundred decibels of a deficit in hearing. So what he can hear normally would be a lawnmower. That's right. something that he can audibly hear normally. So uh, he and he is a candidate for cochlear implants. Okay, and, and that's going to happen when he is of age and after they do the MRI to check his anatomy for his ear to make sure that he still has the nerve endings in his cochlea, cochlea, cochleus. Right so but which is insane because i always was like my ears are my gift as a musician as a singer um it's not my voice it's my ears that that i can hear music so well and understand it you know so he hopefully someday he'll get that feeling as well and he can appreciate the music as i have you know and really um which is kind of insane it's just crazy that i out of all the people i had a son that's um partially deaf yeah and which is um helped me i have started learning sign language you know and my sister and my my sister's a sign language interpreter which is pretty incredible he couldn't have been born in a better family because her kids sign my brother signs as well um she signs of course and her her husband's family they have a deaf sister in the family so it couldn't it couldn't have happened to a better kid you know a better family you know that He's lucky that um, he's going to learn sign language and he'll be able to communicate with other people in that family. And that doesn't happen very often for kids that are born um, with profound or hearing loss or with zero
0: hearing. Right. Well, with so, those implants, man, he, he, if he's a candidate and it works out well, I think you'd uh, be pleasantly surprised that, you know, it'll be like yeah. like nothing. Yeah. We've learned that some kids take them out. They just don't want them
1: Yeah. because it's a magnet. So it's not, attached the magnet is underneath the sc- on the skin um so they don't and a lot of kids they they remove them and you know they don't like using them so we're going to give him every choice possible and you know just let him do what he wants you know and you know and just at least get him integrated into the normal community in society i guess that's what they kind of say gotcha so. Look at
0: that face. I think there may be a diaper change in your near future, Omar. Oh, dude, it is full. It is full.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: I can smell the urine. Oh, you know? all right. Well, we just got I'm a few home. more minutes and we'll let you get to that. Nick, did you put together a fast five for Omar? No, I did not. Okay. Well, we're going to go off the tip of our heads then. Question number right.
2: one. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be? Ooh,
1: man. Um, just for laughs and giggles, I would put my father on a billboard, <laughs> you know, with a bunch of tools, you know, and like and trying to sell something just just for shits and giggles. All right. You know, and I think I that would be pretty hysterical.
0: Mr. Fix-It right. or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you had any like parenting fails at all in the last three months? Um, besides every
1: day. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I think the
0: Honestly, I feel like I'm doing pretty good now. Good answer, I'm not, man
2: But I think I'm doing good.
0: They're coming, don't you worry
2: I'm going to tell you why I asked that No
0: one, one is undefeated back. in this game
2: Yeah, <laughs> I have So without my seven kids Three of my kids were born within like a year and a half of each other So I am have the great idea of taking them all to Walmart When there's an infant and two toddlers, right? I get the two. We're done shopping. I get to the car. I'm like super tired, stressed out because I when you when your kid starts talking, you're at Walmart tonight. <laughs> so anyway, so we get the two toddlers in the car. I load myself in the car. I forgot the baby in the car seat in the cart and I'm driving away. <laughs> that's that's my biggest parenting fail. I almost left my little infant at Walmart in the parking lot.
1: Oh, oh my gosh!
2: Dude. Luckily, some old lady smacked my car. And was like, hey, you left your kid, and I'm like, oh, you want? Oh
1: that? <laughs> my gosh, Nick! No, I-, I have moments where I've forgotten that he's existed, you know. But he's just in the in like the swinging chair thing that he yeah. has, for himself. and I'm like, and I'll, I'll I'll like get up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, that's right. There's there's a baby there. I have a baby. There's a, there's a dude there. He's just, yeah.
0: killing. you know, but. Nick, I don't know if I've ever shared my parenting, Phil, and I'm going to share it with Jen. It's my lady um, on the podcast. I don't think I've ever shared this story, but um, before we lived in the house we do now, I lived in an apartment and it was this particular apartment was second story. My daughter, who's going to be 10 in like two weeks, she's my youngest. Um, I think she was about two and a half to three. She was still wearing diapers and just learned how to walk fairly decently at this point in time but so we're at the apartment and mom's there older sister's there sawyer's running around doing something he's probably five or six at the time and i says i gotta go to the store real quick see you guys and i didn't make sure avery was secure or in the house proper so i left i'm literally gone 10 15 minutes tops come back hey everybody. Check one, check two. Hey guys, where's Avery? What do you mean, where's Avery? Like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> where is the baby girl? Search the house. She ain't there. Freak out, right? So I'm like thinking, where could she have gone? And if she did go anywhere, first of all, she went down a flight of stairs by herself with no handrails. And we're talking steep stairs, not, not your typical. These were like crazy steep. Long story short, I found her at the pool. With a bunch of other people, okay, mind you, but to get to where she had to get, she walked down the stairs, down a sidewalk, up another flight of stairs, around a fence to the front gate area of where the pool area is, at the vending machine, because baby girl, when I found her, said, Daddy Ah. (laughs) M&M's. And she always hang out there when we would go to the pool together. So anyway, freaked out, you know, and she was in her diapers, mind you. She's literally walking around. So I'm walking up to these people like, oh, there's my daughter. Like, you know, giving me dirty looks like, how dare you let your little girl out of your sight and made it all the way here? What if we weren't here? She could have fell in the pool. That that was the scariest moment of my life as a dad right there. And uh, and anywho, that's my fail. Okay. (laughs) terrifying. Yeah, I know. Right all right nick so you did wait we're not going to ask the what do you feed the kid question no, because so at this point it's secret. either formula or boob and we don't need to know that
2: yeah, yeah exactly um, <laughs> I make a mean bottle
0: <laughs> yeah right <Dang. laughs> all right then omar cardona the man the myth the legend the most important <laughs> question and i think this one's going to hit home um sneaky suspicion it is because you are literally the guy to ask this question to I ask it of all my guests on the show and that question is if you were to impart one piece of advice to any new father or expecting to be father what is that advice going to be
1: oh my god um I would hey buddy (laughs) um man (laughs) that's a tough one I would say um uh don't hold, I would say, don't hold your breath, um breathe through everything and you know, just do what has to be done, and make sure on the back end, you know you, you don't dismiss everybody that's helped you along the way and and you know, just love on your kids as much as you can, and yeah, just be a good person, you know, so' we'll uh, be a good role model that's there what you I go
0: would. all right, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Omar Cardona. <laughs> he has appeared in The Voice season 22, the most recent season that finished up uh, last year. Um, he uh, should have won the whole damn thing, but he did end up in the top five. Uh, we are a little bit biased, mind you, here on DadCast. Um, if anyone is interested, and by if, when someone is interested, look at that balance. Come on, Dad. Yeah. Come on, buddy. That's good stuff. My best one is to see when you throw them up and they get the picture and then you Photoshop it, they're like 10 feet higher. And mom's, oh, my God, (laughs) you know, that's the best one Uh, for anyone interested in you and your life and your music. What is the place to one stop shop all things Omar for them to get that info?
1: Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. It's Omar Jose Cardona, my full name. And uh, the voice did get us verified. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I should be the first one that pops up. So Omar Jose
0: Cardona. Nice. There you go. Uh, For everyone watching, wherever you may be listening, however you may be watching, thank you so much for tuning in and checking out this episode with Omar Cardona. Uh, For everyone else who uh, is not interested, we don't we don't care. It's all good, <laughs> uh, Omar. Thank you so much for taking time out yeah, of your day. Thanks for interviewing us to LLC. He's awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. It looks like you're doing real, real well so far, man. I complimented you a couple times earlier, but I think this dad thing um, it suits you, man. Like it fits you like a glove. Uh, yeah, I think man. it's going to be he- great. Wait, wait till those first words come, and then those those first walking, and then and then yeah. the first time he tells you to f off. That's a fun one. Um, oh, gosh. There, there's all these. <laughs> oh, gosh. There's all these milestones that are yet to come and uh, we're here for it, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. It's so
0: cool. Thank you, man. We appreciate you more. All right. (laughs) So everyone watching, make sure you check out this episode and uh, next week we'll catch you for another one. Have a great rest of your day, night, whatever it may be. And again, thank you. We love you. Subscribe. Do all the things on social media, like it, comment, all that stuff. And we'll see you next week. Thanks. Take care. See ya
2: and check out our brother podcast the rockstar cat show with jared and gary from bowling for soup
0: yes Please. jared i'm sorry man i always i i guess it's my bad all right see I'm